Last time on Gathering of the Ages. Hello, sir. Oh. Have you heard the good news? Oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, no, you didn't. I was like, what? <laughs> Have you found her yet? Yes, we found her. She is now with Farazma. I believe that you are all members of this caravan, of this family. Our friend is leaving her mortal form. The spirit in there is free and born to join others in a celestial quest, for she has passed this earthly test. Farewell and farewell and farewell. I would like to offer my assistance while we are in Leopardstadt. I know information gathering can be rather difficult, and you all seem like busy individuals. So BC you... 15 at least. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever need our assistance, we'd be more than happy to help you out in this regard. You'd be surprised what you hear in a caravan. Oh, I know very well. We have finally arrived. Welcome to Leopardstadt. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode. I am the lovable Game Master, Spencer Borup, and this is episode 48. That's right, only two more to go until episode 50. Speaking of episode 50, uh, last couple weeks we've been plugging that there's going to be some fun, exciting stuff, and I am here to give you even more information on these exciting things that will be coming out. First things first, we are going to have all of the players and myself included, take the Myers-Briggs personality test as their characters. So I get to don my GM cap and take the Myers-Briggs personality test as a GM, and all the players get to do it as their characters. So it'll be kind of fun to see what personalities our characters have. And those will be up on the website. We'll plug that, share that on Facebook, Twitter, everywhere on our social media and you'll be able to see the results once those are finalized. Those will be released on Friday as well as the episode. Also, on the day of episode 50, we are going to have a Facebook Live video leading up to the release of the episode. We're going to drop it live. You're going to get to see me click the button publishing the episode and sharing it and you guys will all get to join in at the same time listen to episode 50 it's going to be a nice big long one two hours we're hoping maybe a little bit more who knows very excited a lot of things are going to happen i have been planning this for a very long time so if you're excited for episode 50 make sure you tune in to the facebook live video and we're just going to be talking about our favorite moments. You guys can chime in with your favorite moments, get the conversation going, and we're just going to have a good time. The last thing that's going to be happening prior to the release of episode 50 will be our debut video on YouTube. We do not have a specific time for that, but we will make sure to share the crap out of it so that you all get to see it and enjoy it. And what it is going to be is the four guys are going to be competing in a Pathfinder dad joke, or an RPG dad joke challenge. And if you've ever seen any of those on Facebook or YouTube, you know how the rules work. The two teams take turns telling each other jokes, and if you laugh, the other team gets a point. Mom is currently preparing the jokes, and she says she's got some good ones. I'm scared to see what some people have come up with in the past, because it's dad jokes, and they're just riddled with puns, I'm sure. But that will be out on Friday as well. We're all really excited for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're just going to be laughing and having a good time. 
So a lot of fun stuff is happening on episode 50, and we will remind you all of that on episode 49, and then we will share everything on social media once again right before we release 50. We'll give you kind of a breakdown of the of the time of the events and things like that. So it'll just be a lot of fun. It's going to be a big party, and we did it. We, we made it to episode 50. We we're all really excited for it, so... Uh, hope you guys are as well. Hope you guys are still enjoying the story that we're creating and the fun that we're having. And we hope that you guys have been inspired to start your own games, play games with your families. Even if they aren't RPGs, we just hope that you guys are getting together with your families or your friends or whoever and just building the sense of community that our podcast is all about. That is our main goal, to just get people together, having fun, and ultimately trying out an RPG. We're going to have a behind the curtain, and I will get to tell you my recent experience with a family that I visited and and did a game with them. It was very cool, and so we'll talk about that more on, on this week's Behind the Curtain. But for now, here it is, episode 48. Not the Beast! Not the Beast! Welcome back, everybody! Hooray! Hallelujah to another very exciting episode. I would like to point out that on Player FM, if you are listening to us on that particular app, we were podcast of the day today. Hooray for us! Yes. Hooray for gathering of the ages! That's pretty sweet. So, pretty when we legit. last left off, you had arrived at Leopardstadt. Caleb had opened up the doors. You had stepped out of the carriage that you were in, the covered wagon that you were in. Mm-hmm. And he welcomed you all to Leopardstadt. Welcome to Lemonstrat. Why do you just keep saying it wrong? <laughs> Welcome to Lemon Pepper. And, and now you sound German. We were just, <laughs> yeah, we we were just, just dissing him about all his fluctuate. Look, there he goes. Different, different <laughs> accents. Sometimes he's, uh, yeah. Cyrus knows many we a language. Thought. <laughs> I don't so, know. This is my Cyrus voice is very weird sometimes. That's how you usually sound. Yeah, that's like you're a little bit sound. Russian. Cyrus, mm, he don't know. <laughs> what, what what accent is that, listeners? <laughs> now you sound Spanish. <laughs> what accent is that, listeners? Write in. <sighs> it's Ustalav- let us know. It's Ustalavian accent. <laughs> that's the weirdest Uvala. I'm not even gonna say it. Never mind. I'm not yeah, go we're kind of like we're kind of like Hollywood Pathfinder now. Like that's an Ustalavian accent, except we were just in Ravengrow where everybody was British for some reason. It's that not was, British. It's that Absalonian. was by uh, GM choice. Ustalav has thirty different dialects. Yeah, kind of like Les Mis, even though it's kind of it's supposed to be in France. Everybody's British. Exactly. Or like when they cast Robin Hood and he's English. Yeah. Artistic <laughs> license. So. To kind of recap up to this point, um, going back to like episode two or three, when the professor's will was read, you all remember that you have to return these books. Now we went over the books Mm -hmm. again, just to kind of refresh everybody's memory. We'll do that here for the listeners as well. But there are four tomes that the players need to return, three of which go to one individual at the university. Another one goes to someone else. They don't know where she is located, but they know that this other book has to be returned to her. Uh, The one book that needs to be returned to the judge 
Embrith Daramid is the purple the le- yeah the purple leather bound book with the scarab lock on the front cover. And I don't think we discussed it when the book was first revealed, but the name of the book is on the cover written in a different language. Ooh. Nobody really investigated that or tried anything with it, so the name of the book has yet to be revealed as far as I can remember. The other three books, um, two of which are t- are unholy, technically. Unholy texts. Technically nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, well, some people might consider them holy if you're a worshiper of the uh, deities. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Did they get worms that ate through the pages? Slippery slope there. Slippery slope. Slippery slope. I actually know nothing about these books, so can we like start role-playing so we can ask? Yeah, so them? if you want to ask okay. about the other three books, you're more than welcome. So do like you have them like in a bag? You pull them out of a trunk? Um, I would. A trail has them in her boot decide? or something. No, they're not in my boots. <laughs> I think I think we left them in Raven Grove. out of her boot. I'm thinking that they were with you for safekeeping. I don't remember. Well, like, let's just say that. But like, okay, okay, sure. They're in my not so bag of holding bag of holding. Well, yeah, exactly. But uh, do you have those books? Yes, they're in my not so bag of holding bag of holding. Ah. Because we we need to start thinking about returning them. But before we do, I never really had a chance to examine them very much. Do you remember examining them very much, little man? Uh, they're not really good reads, most hmm. of them. Why do you say that? Because surprisingly, I haven't read them. Well, feed your hunger is really interesting. Uh, serving lo- your hunger, you mean? Serving <laughs> your hunger is a really good one. Yeah. Uh, I've copied a couple recipes on from it. Oh, it's a cookbook, is it? Uh, sort of. <laughs> okay. I mean, I had to omit some <laughs> well, of the recipes because most of them are geared towards eating, you know, people. Delicious. I, again, Artrilla is speechless and in shock with Man, her mouth I don't open. know why you I would think want you're the only person who can make her be quiet. Quite a like, succulent yeah. meal. Mm. Well, uh, it's a, it's. Ergothua's holy text. She's the goddess of the undead and physical sensation. So she was the very first undead. What is this book about then? It's not a recipe book, like you say. Well, they're all about. Well, the Ergothwan Church is all about physical sensation to its highest, at the cost of everything else. Any kind of pleasure they can take, they enjoy, and a lot of that actually comes from eating. Oh. Okay, I think I follow you. I mean, Sounds if you a little can get past sick, I mean, if you can get past that, they're mostly despicable people. Our Gothwins are usually pretty good cooks. Oh okay, gosh. little man, you're really starting to scare me today. Anyway, man, what about I think this? We need umbra- to get rid of these books. What about this umbral leaves? Isn't them. that just about horticultural? Also, an unholy text about Zan about the from the deity Zanankuthan. He's the god of pain and darkness and misery and. Who are, what kind of friends did Petros have? Um, Why does Petros even have these books? This professor guy you guys all like has some weird hobbies, I'm just saying. I am starting to question (laughs) myself why he would have these, but I'm sure it's a perfectly good reason, Cyrus. You didn't know him. I'm sure he had him for. I mean, he has a book about eating people and a book about the god of pain. Academic. Yeah, maybe he was just maybe he's just researching I mean, it or something, but it does seem a little odd. All right. And then this purple one Let's get rid with of a these. little scarab no, on the purple. it. Yeah, there was one more, wasn't there? Oh yeah, on very madness. I'm actually not sure what that is, but I think it has something to do with the outer gods. 
Oh, I thought it was just a text on madness. Well, outer gods tend to drive their followers a little bit cuckoo. That's why mm. there's so little known about them. Anybody well, following them is eventually driven crazy. Considering <laughs> at least two of them are holy texts, I'm assuming the other two are probably. Trestleblade asks, is that why you're crazy, man? No, I'm a Rastian. I know, but I'm starting to think maybe one of the other gods was messing with you. Nah. <laughs> I'm my own brand of nuts. Uh, uh, Cthulhu's come down and, and <laughs> yeah. touched me. Roast Cthulhu's <laughs> And I'm, I'm Mystery solved. I'm agreeing with my eyes with Trestleblade. Like, uh-huh, I think he's a little crazy. Whatever. <laughs> okay, now what about this other book? This purple with a little scarab on it. Do you guys know what that text reads yet? Has Not a clue. I haven't rolled a linguistics a check to see if I know what the language is. Cyrus has never looked at these books yet. Oh, we should probably let you... Would you like to examine them? Well, I check on the purple mm. one with the scabbard. The scarab. scarab. I can look oh, at it. I keep saying scabbard. I'm I not very well versed in books and things other than Phrasma text. Cyrus would but you are definitely very limited know in your of knowledge. and be really, really I can, appalled. I can, I can roll a, a knowledge religion on some yeah, of these. Go ahead. <laughs> maybe you, maybe you could check into the religion part of these while we, while Min and I see which one of us can figure out this text. I still think it's Egyptian. So I'd like to roll for linguistics too to see if we can read what's on the purple text. Go ahead. The purple mic. Okay, wish me luck. And it, like I said, it is locked. Nobody's been able to open it. Only 11. Nope. Is Can that I high use my thieves' tools? Yeah, is it high enough to know the language? No, it's not even high enough to know. Do you have linguistics? No, I don't think it would be. You don't have linguistics? Nope. Can okay. I do Does any sort of quick question, though, real quick? Um, can I try to open it with my thieves' tools? Ooh. Is it sure, if you want to try okay. and open it. All right. Wait, should we open it? Remember what happened to Kendra when she opened a book that shouldn't have been opened. It'll be fine. So it's uh, definitely not a language let's, any of let's us Let's take speak. a vote real quick. Okay, how many of us want to try to open the book, and how many of us want to let a sleeping ghost lie? Okay, I haven't gotten used my thieving skills, so I'm going to raise my hand super high Okay. I want to open it. And you want to open it? What about you, Cyrus? How do you feel? Oh. And Trestleblade, how do you feel about opening this book? Actually, real quick. Yeah? I need you to roll me... Uh, since you failed on that, I need you to roll me a wisdom check. Just because I failed on linguistics? And so it's just a straight wisdom check. Roll your, roll it, add your modifier, your wisdom modifier, okay? Uh, with my D20. So hmm? no skill to help you here, just straight wisdom. 16? 16. Okay. Um, you're not led astray. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, uh, is that the... So sometimes when you roll a skill check to learn something, if you fail it bad enough, there's a chance that you learn some incorrect <gasps> information. Oh, okay. So I'm not led astray. I just don't yeah, know what it is. You didn't learn Whew, anything thank wrong. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I vote didn't know for opening the purple book. What do you I roll say? Any sort of religion checks on these? Well, we have to vote to open it first. Uh, if you want to. Wait, little man, detect magic on the Papa one first, too. I've been doing which... that for weeks. There's nothing. No, there's no magic on okay. any of these. I feel which one are you time. rolling on first? Um, the purple one seems to be the one no one knows anything about. So that's the one Cyrus would kind of look at. You're rolling out like, religion hmm. on it? Yeah, I don't I can, know if it'd be any religion. I at can all. tell you already, Cyrus does not want to touch. Does not want to touch. Feed your hunger. 
or serve your hunger. But I, I do not like that book. I will not touch it. <laughs> I do not like it, Sam. I am. I do not Gothel, like. Like as neutral as Farazma is. And ham. <laughs> as neutral as Farazma is, or Gothwa is like her one and only enemy. Right. She doesn't like undead. Oh, so you and would. Yeah. That's the undead. So would you be getting creepy vibes Source. off of it? And you're like, I don't want. Like to that it. book yeah. must burn in the depths of hell. No, no, Cyrus. We have to return it, and then you won't have to look at it. It's Here, hell give a place it back to in Parag. this world. Yes. Okay. Give it back to Parag if you're so uncomfortable. Keep it locked away. That is an evil thing. But yes, let me look at this purple book. Yeah, it's a cool story, actually. Ergothoa was the very first undead, and she did that through force of will, just tearing herself out of the lineup of souls that Phrasma was supposed to judge, and going back to Earth of her own volition. So she was undead, but she wasn't a zombie. She was a ghost, or she was like a spirit getting ready to be judged, and she's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to miss out on all the fun stuff to do on Earth. So she left. Yeah, but you can't do anything when you're undead. You can't touch anything. You're a ghost. She can now. Oh, she interesting. Has... Mm-hmm. She is Elgato now. I did not know that. Interesting. Elgato. She became a god. Thank just you for by that little ripping f- herself out. Thank you for that little fact-finding lore there. Yeah, lore master. Professor, Thank you. <laughs> Professor <laughs> lore master. Hey, Professor thanks, lore master. Guys. Did you want to roll knowledge religion on the yeah, other one? Yeah, I want one? him to. No, I want him to just do it on the purple <clears throat> one. Because okay, Mint's told roll us knowledge religion on the I'm just on the purple, the purple one. one. Okay. Uh, 16. Um, as far as you can tell, this does not look religious in nature. Ooh. All right. Interesting. Well, I don't know any Did religion you, that this Do you have linguistics? I do not have linguistics. Okay. So you're the only one that has that. I cannot read it. Okay. And it's definitely a language none of us speak. It is not common, elven, goblin, draconic. Nope. Okay. Uh-uh. Um, all right, so Parad, Parad, are you ready to try to bust it you open? You want to try and bust Pretty it sure open? Just be is careful. It a lock or is it? Yeah, it's a lock. Okay. Just be so careful I've... with it so it doesn't look damaged when we give it back to the judge. I'm going to try and pick the lock. Okay, right. go and roll the disable device on it. Be very gentle. And... Parad, be careful with that thing. A... 19. 19, no. You fumble around with your lock picks, but this is such a fine lock, and it's so small that your lock picks almost just seem too big for it, and you're just kind of fumbling with it, and you just you just can't get it. Man. Oh, okay. I was well, hoping we'd open it. I've had nothing interesting to read besides what kind of sauces go best with elves. Don't repeat that. That is disgusting. Rude. A lot of rosemary. Don't repeat <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, Cyrus is like offended that you even said that right now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and why are you sick. reading about eating me? <laughs> it was a long or trestle caravan. blade. It was a long caravan <laughs> ride. <laughs> yeah, I think trestle blade really does yeah. think you're crazy now. Trestle <laughs> blade, it's okay. He's really hard. Trestle blade says, "Yeah, I would uh, rather not know how I taste with rosemary." <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of sage in time, too. <laughs> Don't repeat that. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think we need to get... Let's get rid of these books, books before... Okay. Where do you suggest we happens. head first? The university or find the judge? So we know for sure where the doctors are, right? So we should probably go there first. To the, to the Cause, university. Uh, right, because we don't know where the judge is at, correct? I vote. I vote. Uh, no, that you... That seems correct. You could ask around... She seems prominent enough. Mm. Well, be able, well he, be able probably, he might ne- even know where she lives or where she's at. And then there would be fun things to see along the way. Well, I'm thinking since we already know where one is, I'm assuming that would be a good place to start first. I agree with you, Cyrus. What say you, fellas? And Trestle, Trestle Belly. 
Yeah, let, we could do that. Sounds good to me. I'm just kind of along for the ride. Min. Are you alright, Min? Why are you looking at me? I'm nuts. <laughs> alright, fair well, enough. Well, even crazy people get to vote. Okay, I vote yes. That's true. Alright. What say you, Prod? You okay? Sure, yeah. Alright, let's go. Alright, men. Where are we going? And women. Oh, oh yes. I Females. Forgot. I you forgot. forgot about your own girlfriend. Oh my wow. gosh, how could you forget about your waifu? Wow. <laughs> your waifu. Wow, you're really not endearing yourself to her very well. <laughs> really quick, I don't want to derail anything, but I did want to ask Min, because you were, you were excited to finally come to a bigger city that might have a Pathfinder Lodge. Uh-huh. Did you want to take care of that today? Yes. Okay. Do you want to go to the university first, or do you want to ask around, maybe try and find it on your way to the university? Uh, whichever. Uh, I'll, I'll roll a diplomacy check to gather info on the city. Which one's closer, the university or the lodge? So you guys are kind of walking through. You guys don't get and, very far, and Min asks the first person he sees. And I just... Creep him out, I guess, because that is a straight eight. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, oh, little men, please don't talk to yeah, people. Yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't really give you a whole lot of information. They're, they're like, well, will somebody please come get this child away from me? He's, yes, yes. He's very frightening. Men's like <laughs> commenting on sauces with elves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you heard that Rosemary and Elf is just... <laughs> Uh, just uh. you would not believe what they like to cook your people with. <laughs> little men, little men, come away now. Um, I did Harad, want to. Will you take hold of little men? <laughs> I did want to take a second, and this maybe is more behind the curtain stuff. But do you know the requirements for a Pathfinder Lodge? If you do, I'll give you a hero card. If not, I'm going to tell everybody. <laughs> Dang, he really... I do, There's I do. There are requirements. I, right? do, I, found, I, get I found they were pretty interesting. To get No, in. no, no, to be a lodge. To be a lodge. Oh, to be a lodge. No, I don't know the requirements okay. to be a lodge. I'll, I'll, I'll tell. It's pretty I'll cool. Oh. So, Since this is called Pathfinder. So yeah. I was looking, and Lepidstat does not have like a prominent lodge. I'm... Assuming that they do, it's a big enough city that I'd imagine that there's some kind of, of you know, route through here. So not really a lodge, but like an HQ or like a, a communications. Yeah, a communication center or just somebody here who just kind of collects information and sends it back to headquarters or wherever. There are several very prominent lodges, like the one in Absalom. I even found out that there is one on a boat. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yes, Isn't there is cool? a, a marine station. The boat lodge. Uh, that sails around the ocean lodge. that people can uh, can board and and that's a Pathfinder Lodge, uh, but the requirements for a lodge is that it must be founded by a member of the society. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> the owner or the founder of the lodge must own one volume of the Pathfinder Chronicles, at least one volume. Um, if they have more, great, but they have to have at least one. Uh, the lodge is required to provide access to texts that specialize in the region, so things like geography, flora and fauna, mm. um, regional info, demographics of the area so as like well. So like if the Pathfinder's coming in and they want info, info on the area, on the area they, they go the, here. It's kind of like the tourist center of the town. I think yeah. it's really cool. <laughs> the lodge is required to honor the requests of any Pathfinder seeking aid. 
So whatever that might be, as long as they're able to do it within reason, they are required to give you that aid. So you can't ask for 4,000 gold on the spot. What you're saying? No, no. Okay. Unless you have a really, really good reason. The lodge, reason. the lodge is there to provide information, food and lodging, and aid for pathfinders. Aid for pathfinders. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final requirement is that the lodge is required to uphold a policy of tolerance and respect to all pathfinders. Um, they say that the lodge is a safe house for all society members, regardless of religious beliefs. Political persuasion, gender, or race. So, if you're a pathfinder and you go to a lodge, you are supposed to be treated the same as anyone else, any other pathfinder going into the lodge. We're very equal opportunities, employers. Yes, you're supposed to. Does it really happen, though? They're required to. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Depending on the lodge, is depending on the founder of the lodge yeah, exactly too. so i mean like about as much as your individuals involved about as much as you're not supposed to harass your co-workers like yeah. don't do it and there are penalties for it doesn't yes. mean everybody's perfect perfect though, yeah so. okay like the nice lodge could know. be shut down yeah or the founder can be removed and someone else can take uh, over good, the, the founder's place okay yeah, if you, they find out did you hear about that lodge in varesia looks like it got shut down turns out the master didn't like uh elves for some reason <laughs> What? It's a little bit racist. <laughs> what? What? And I heard him use the word slips a lot. Slips. It's a derogatory a, a derogatory slur for halflings. Oh, I did know that. That's why the joke went whoop. Whoop. Come on, you stupid slip. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, we are losing our halfling that. viewers. <laughs> listeners. So, sorry, halfling listeners. <laughs> So yeah, those are those. I just thought it was interesting. I thought it was cool that there were you know written written rules regarding a lodge. I think um, it's really cool. So far, you haven't been able to get any information. Everybody just thinks you're a creepy child. Little men, we'll, let's go to the university men, and then we'll find the Pathfinder Lodge. Of, let's complete our goal first, men. Yes. I mean a prime rib. That was the most creative they could get with half elves. Okay. <laughs> Uh, serious? Not even a half decent no, casserole. <laughs> Parod, put him in your bag. Put him in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, I'm trying. He won't fit. <laughs> he like picks you up like a baby, and he's carrying you on his chest like the little baby carrier. <laughs> thing. And he doesn't even notice. He's just talking like there's still someone. Talking listening. and waving yeah. his arms around. <laughs> <laughs> Can you muffle oh him at all? <laughs> all right. So I guess we make our way toward the university. Okay. okay, so do we get Anything there? Else? So if you were to ask someone, they would just tell you that the the university is located on the south end of town. Okay. Do they you want us you, like, right there. to roll diplomacy? Or do you think they would just give it no, to you? No, I think they would just give it to you if you were to ask. Because Act, you're but, a monk. Uh, Who's going to be mean to a monk? And an elf. Or, a, yeah, an elf on top of it. But uh, you guys do, as you guys are entering the city, you guys notice that the atmosphere around this city almost seems like carnival in in nature Um, there are stalls set up everywhere um, and the further you get into the center of town you it gets more packed like there's more people there's more stalls uh, there's a lot more going on so let us ask somebody what's going on. Okay. Hang on. Some sort of festival is going on around here, boys. 
We're not talking to you, sorry. We want to ask someone in the town who knows what's going on. Parod, I suggest maybe you don't ask either because you have a little midheart strapped on you right now. Cyrus, go find and out all, what's and the all festival he can think for. about. Right, is I'm gonna go people. approach one of the shop, the little like booth people. Yeah, stall. And uh, as you approach, they're like barking it at the passers, the passerby. Oh, they're trying to things. sell their thing. Uh, okay. And uh, when you approach, it just looks like uh, like he's selling like textiles, okay, uh, like clothing and mm-hmm. things like that. And as you as you come closer, he he takes a look at your outfit and says, "Oh yes, uh, you look like like a monk of some kind." Uh, ah yes, sir. The, <clears throat> the colors there they they remind me of Verazma. Am I correct in my assumption? Y- yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Can mm-hmm. I interest you at all in any of any of my wares? Maybe we could set you up with a brand new <laughs> monk robe. <laughs> Uh, actually, I'm alright. And with like that. before you even say anything, he like starts measuring you. <laughs> Cyrus, we're not shopping right now. Get to the point. Very good, sir. Make sure to get my waistline correct. Don't forget his abs. No, no, no. Never mind. Yeah. Cyrus, ask him what you need to ask. My robes are a little snug from all these abs I keep getting. Oh, gee. It was a good Christmas, let me tell you. Parasma blessed me heavily for Pathfinder Christmas. <laughs> but what is going on here, so why is it so festive? Oh, well, you see, the Beast of Leopardstadt has finally been caught. And the townspeople here, they're eager to put this thing on trial. Huh. We've heard of there was a beast. What exactly, what beast is this? It is a terrible monster that has plagued this city for years. What kind of monster? <laughs> Don't mind her, she's crazy. <laughs> what kind of monster is it? <laughs> you asked the same thing. A giant, terrifying... Monster! Bumblebee. <laughs> um, he does it. He says, he says, the people don't really know. The, no, know nobody's, exactly. nobody's really been allowed in the courthouse at the moment. Oh. They're, they're preparing for the trial. All right. The only people that have seen it are the guards. and. So has it been attacking <laughs> the city? For a very long time, For a long yes. time, okay. Roll me a diplomacy check. Ask him what kind of attacks it's doing. Like, is it killing people, or is it, like, attacking their homes? What's it doing? What kind roll, of me, roll me a diplomacy check real quick. All right. Well, if it's so, a bumblebee, it's giant stinger is going to impale them. I know, so Do I want to Do I get a know. plus one from my stranger bonus? Stranger? Yeah. What is, yeah, what is a stranger bonus? bonus no, I am the stranger from oh, the uh, reading. That's right. Yes, your your cosmic caravan. And I know I get a dip- plus one to diplomacy, but I don't remember I think it was to gather knowledge. So, oh, yeah. that's uh, that right. Got an area. Yeah. An area. So, yeah. Right. so, I get a plus yeah. one. Like the Yay. trait of the Take your plus one. wood character that's just Yay. kind of blowing through town. I almost forgot about our new gifts. So what's there to do around Dang these it. parts? <laughs> I only got an 11. 11? Yeah. He tells you that... Uh, Yes, sir. The trial. I hear that the trial's first day uh, detailed a long list of crimes against the beast, three of which are to be used as the basis of his execution. Burned alive in the Punishing Man, a giant pyre that is now being raised outside the courthouse. And he points off in the direction of the courthouse. Over that way, yes, they're building this pyre. They're going to put the foul beast inside of it and burn it alive. That inside seems a giant wicker man. Basically. Not, Not the beast! beast! Not the beast! <laughs> you guys have been waiting to do that. Uh, <laughs> that seems a little excessive to kill a man, beast, whatever. 
by burning him inside a giant statue. What kind of crimes did he commit? You asking that? Yeah, just from out in the street. Can I roll a knowledge? All of them. Can I roll knowledge history on that though to see like where this tradition came from or if there's um, a story behind yes. it? Yes, roll it, roll it, but keep your number for a second. I will answer mom's okay. question real quick. He says, "Oh, uh, you know, typical, typical actions of any monster: murder, kidnapping, the usual." That sounds horrible. The usual forensics <laughs> files episode. <laughs> <laughs> You know, your everyday murderer beast kind, you know. Well, then I think he's getting what he deserves. Come along, Cyrus. I think we've learned everything we need to right, right now. Very interesting. Okay, but you wanted to roll. What'd you roll on the knowledge local? 24. Ooh. I mean, history. Knowledge history. So, not a whole lot on, on this. You know that the... Punishing Man has been around for a very long time. This is just the means of executing criminals. So it's not specific they, to this area. It is. It's specific to Lepidstat. This oh. is. It's called Lepidstat's Punishing Man. Ooh. Um, and this is just their way of executing criminals. Like some people hang people. Other people mm-hmm. behead them. This area Lips, burns them alive burns in a giant, giant wicker man. Effigies. Oh my gosh, that's so Very, savage. So there's really no story behind it apart from people of Leopardstadt are really, really weird about sensationalizing Well, everything. it would be very public in front of everyone. Maybe it keeps them from committing crimes. It must. It certainly deter me from everybody, committing a crime in this town. <laughs> everybody sees them burn alive. <laughs> what a hideous way to die. Though people would remember your name. Hmm. So he tells you that and says, yes, if you'd like to see more, you better hurry on towards the, the courthouse. It's starting soon. The trial's first day has already come and gone. Oh. <clears throat> so um, the, how long do they anticipate the trial to last? Several days, maybe a couple of weeks. Oh, then we have time. We have a very important errand to run right now. Thank mm. you for your kindness, sir. How long is my robe going to take? Are you really getting a robe? <laughs> Are you really getting a new robe? Yeah. How expensive is your Because he, he's now. really quick. How, how expensive are new robes, Tyler? You fellas run yeah. along. Yeah. I'm going to a robe fitting. <laughs> robes don't he's cost already, that much. He's already ropes. Uh, measured him while we were talking. He did. He measured him while yeah. he was talking oh, well, to all of you. Hardly a what fitting, color are your though. New you got to try it on. Be. Feel if it breathes. <laughs> They're blue and white. Yeah, blue and Charisma. white. Well, it definitely oh. uh, it definitely accentuates my figure, but I can't really mm. see myself, you know, flurry of blowing in this. <laughs> <laughs> no. needs, a, needs a lot of extra give in the sleeves. <laughs> in fact, can we just get rid of the sleeves? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I want to show know. off my tattoo that I have, my spiral <laughs> tattoo. Yes. Sleeveless monk robe. I shall call it the Chuck Norris. <laughs> And they say girls shop a lot. The extra gusset that keeps them from exploding off his body. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, if shopping actually looked more like this, I think guys would do Probably a lot more shopping. Shop, yeah. If it and was if like it was adventuring that gear yeah. and weapons and stuff, yeah, yeah, I can see guys getting more into that kind of that sort of shopping. He tells you, oh, it'll be a couple days, but I promise these robes will be of excellent quality. Please, uh, okay. if, you, if you will allow me a couple days, I will have you a new set of robes. All right, sounds good to me. It sounds like the GM is stalling a little bit, huh? No, I think we need to go to the university now so the rest of us can have some fun shopping too, Cyrus. And then this would be where the guy, oh, you're headed to the university, yes. uh, uh, You're going to actually have to pass through the center of town uh, and then... And then make your way south no, towards the we'll university. Pass the trial area. You will pass the trial area, so make sure to get a good look at that at punishing man. 
Hmm. Sounds interesting. Hmm. I'm very interested in it. It almost seems like the makers of this book kind of planned it, so you'd have to go through. Have to go pass and go Hmm. check out the Winter Man. It's almost like he's on the cover Hmm. for a reason or something. Yeah. (laughs) Real quick though, um, who was it that pointed out that the layout around the center of town? You. I'm gonna give you a hero card. Yeah, boy. Because that is actually really cool and. We'll put up a map on the website of Leopardstat, but just because he we are knows actually, more stuff than the noobs. We were actually looking at the map, cool. and the layout of it is in kind of a spiral, which is interesting. With well, the, the center of this, right yeah, the yeah, the courthouse right in the center. The center of town starts that way. So, so cool. what did you get? The Waxworks, a chaotic evil constitution card. Ooh. Those are handy. Very cool. <clears throat> nice. I think Kay. I got that last episode, or whenever we did that. Oh well. Whatever. We're not. Now you have two. Whatever. People can get duplicates yeah. in our version because I don't want to lose my cards. Don't blame me. Okay, so you guys begin heading that way. Uh, Cyrus is just thinking about his new robes yes. and how they're going to look. Mm. And uh, the I'm closer. I'm keeping my eyes open for the wicker man. Like I said, the closer you get to the, the center of town, the busier things get, the more stalls there are. And everybody roll me a perception check. Parade, hang on to little Min. He'll get lost in this Perceive crowd. Perceive perception. 24, 24 for our Min, 12. 12. He's too busy thinking about food. 25. 25. And waving his hands and telling stories still. Okay, this is kind of funny. I just had a cracked eye because it hit the side of my box. Okay. Yeah. And then I rolled it again. It's the exact same number. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> What'd you get? <laughs> uh, I got 23. 23. So everybody but Min, while you guys are walking through town and looking around, you notice that... Uh, it looks like some of these stalls have been here for, like, several days already. Ooh. And it, you guys just get the sense that this is a huge event, that this beast is bringing in, is a, lot bringing of in a lot of tourism. It's a big celebration. It's a big celebration, and you guys just kind of get the sense that, that, you know, what the guy said was true, that this beast has been plaguing this town for a very long time. And now it's finally coming to an end because it has finally been captured. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this is a big deal. Um, that was all the perception check was really for, just to see if you guys mm-hmm. kind of got the vibe the vibe of the town. Okay, we're getting the vibe. As, and so you guys, you guys enter the center of town, and in front of you, I mean, it's not hard to miss. You probably saw it from several blocks away. But you see this huge effigy. Of the Punishing Man, I think it's, I think it's like twenty feet tall. Like it's a huge effigy, effigy, and it's already built. And it's wooden, right? It's wooden, and around the bottom there's like logs and things like that. To that's where they start the fire, and then the whole, the whole Wicker Man catches. This is amazing. But while you guys are also looking around, you notice that there are a lot of children dancing and playing around town. And some of the children actually go up and place flowers at the base of the effigy. Okay, I got to ask why. So do I just pull a little kid aside? My young lass there, why, why are you putting flowers on this? That seems a little odd and out of place. That's not the kind of interrogation I was thinking. I, was, I, I imagine her pulling over. Where'd you get the flowers, kid? <laughs> no, I'm nice to little children. You are bad cop. <laughs> yeah, you're the bad cop. I'm the nice cop. So they, where where did she get that? Why are they just, putting the flowers on there? She just says, oh, it's because it's just the way that the children celebrate. This is just what we do. Very interesting. 
Christine. I like it. It's light-hearted. Even I'm, we're into the death penalty here in Leopardstadt. <laughs> <laughs> Little men, shh. And the kid you pulled we over. We love hearing the cries of pain as they put it <laughs> <laughs> The kid you pulled over is a little bit older, uh, maybe maybe like 14. Okay. And she says, she says, yes, well, our parents go out and drink and party all night. This is what the children do. We, we dance and play and celebrate this way. Excellent idea. I like it. I like both ways. I like the drinking part and I like the playing part. I think I'll play a little bit. So I want to actually examine this more. Can I climb up on it and do a, like a <laughs> engineering thing yeah. just to check it out You're gonna and see climb how they do it? Yeah. I kind of want to see how big the part is where they're putting the beast, too. There, There's guards around it. Oh, so they it's won't kinda, let me. I don't doubt they'd let you climb it. You can look at it, though. They've probably been swatting these kids off of it all day. Like, no, no climbing the punishing yeah, no, man. No climbing the punishing man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want to kind of scamper up there and check it all out. Well, then, you, if you want to let me climb, good sir, can you tell me how big the pot is where you're putting the beast? Um, he lets you know that it's, like, inside the chest area. Okay. And it just, big, it's like a cage. It just opens up. And they, oh. they put them in there. Um, you notice there are two ladders Oh, the leaning up against it as well. And you pan to it to drag him up the ladders? Mm. Isn't he very big and large? Seems like it's not going magic. to hold. There's got magic. to be magic involved. Me magic. Me magic. Mm. All right, then. Mm. Thank you for the information. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we have a very important appointment right now, so we will leave you. I had a question. Yes. What's so special about this monster? Also, why does a monster deserve a trial? Why didn't you just kill it? That's what that's what I was yeah. wondering. Is this monster some sort of humanoid or has feelings or something? Um, How can he defend himself? Monster. Pick one person to roll diplomacy does check. It, does it happen to be a humanoid shape-shifting creature? Wait. No, not going off bonuses. Just pick someone. Me. Okay. <laughs> and then the rest of you can aid this. Because I already started talking to the dude. Okay. Like... And I can hear you jabbering, little man, so well, I'm picking I it. it up. I did as well. Me too. Yeah, okay. And like saying so things plus, like, I got, got a 20. Spider, okay, and so 26. Okay. What were you saying? I was saying, uh, like, our show, like, hears men off in the background going, we fought a face spider in a gelatinous cube on the way in here, but if we'd caught it, nobody would have given it a trial. We would have just killed it. Yes, yes, I know, little men. That's why I'm asking. Hold on just a minute. Okay, good, sir. And there is nothing in the book on how to cook either of those. Little men. Parade. Go buy him a meat pie, please. Peanut butter and gelatinous I'm not, cube. I'm not using my money for his meat pie. No, no. Here's a coin. Here's a silver. A copper. Go find him a little I'm meat a pie. I'm going to drag him by the collar behind me. Okay. He's like, come on. Just go buy him a meat pie and come right back to us. They say they say that, that the, the defense lawyer is, is a man named Gustav Koppel. And both guards just laugh. Oh, yes, that stuttering fool. Yes, with him as as the defense, that beast is as good as dead. <clears throat> Why does he want to defend a beast? Uh, he was appointed by the city. Why does the city care? Why are we giving it a trial if it's a monster and we know it's done all these horrible things? Um, they say that that Judge Darmid. Got to be intelligent. Judge Darmid. Yes, uh, she she believed that. That no matter what, she is she is the chief magistrate of the city. She believed that no matter what, even if this thing is guilty beyond all reasonable doubt, that it still deserved a trial. Even a dumb creature like that. Can the creature speak? 
You, I don't think you've answered that question for us. Do you know? Um, the guards don't know. Okay. The guards don't really know. They don't they've know been. Much. They've. Okay. They. They haven't really. They say we haven't really been inside the courthouse much. We've been outside it, patrolling, uh, guarding this. The punishing man. So um, Judge Darmid's the one we want to talk to. Judge Darmid. Did you? Did you boys Why? feel that? Hear that name? We must come ah, back. We have something for her. Yes, we have the purple book. I would like. Do you know where this judge is? Is she in the building? Uh, she is not here. She is at her home at the moment. She's oh. preparing for the trial. Um, so I did. I did want to give you a little bit more information, though. You guys did get a, a good oh, okay. roll on this, uh, but and maybe as you guys are walking away discussing this, you hear them talking about to each other. They're talking about the prosecution, and they say that the prosecution's case is watertight. They say yes after murdering those poor children in Herstag and killing all those swampers in Morost and even burning down good Doctor Brada's hospice. Hurrah! For Prosecutor Otto Heiger. And they just kind of say that, and they're just kind of discussing hmm. what, what's happened. Um, Bunch of crimes that and then committed. And then the other guard turns and says, Yes, I, it, I, I've heard stories of this beast for such a long time that it has plagued Lepistat for far, far too long. Even if it did do those things, that's just proof that the creature is mad and deserves to be burned. And oh, so yeah, you kind of just sense. get the sense of the... Like, nobody's in favor they of this They want to make beast. an event out of it, almost. Yeah. yeah. I say, boys, yeah. this we so, might have to do some investigating later, but I still think we need to go to the university first. So maybe this trial is really just an excuse for them to use the punishment man because it's yeah. a, to give the people some closure. Yeah. Yeah, could be. I want to know her motives behind it, yeah. too. Is, it, is there money in this involved? Yeah. Why did she bother to do the trial? Yeah, and if exactly. she's so set on giving him a fair chance, then why it did she appoint like an idiot yeah, an to idiot. defend him? Or like someone who has the reputation of being... Maybe he's an upstanding guy. We haven't met him, but... I, I'd say that's all a good point. So you, you guys hear just kind of similar information while you're going on. You've heard of, of some of the crimes that it's committed. Um, they seem very targeted crimes. They don't just seem random. Like you're saying, he's killed here, he's killed here, but he set this place on fire. And how long has this been going on? Years. Years. Yeah, years. he's been around for years. Okay. It seems like he's a thinker mm -hmm. than if he hasn't gotten caught. It just doesn't seem like a dumb beast to me. So you guys are speculating, talking about the things in town. It's very odd. And uh, it this, is very odd. the road that you're on is like the main road of Lepidstat. So traffic is busy. There's people and all roads lead to the courthouse all roads yeah basically um and so eventually you make your way to the south end of town and you you see the university and it's it's like a college campus there's several buildings um living quarters for some of the professors and the students probably the more wealthy students the ones that can afford living on campus oh like just like in the united yeah, states just like in the united states <laughs> and so as you approach, uh, everybody roll me a perception check as you get closer. 18. 18. 20. 20. 15. 15 men. Assuming TikTok is in arm's reach of me, 28. Yeah. Wow. Well, you suddenly got perceptive. <laughs> he's probably on Parad's shoulder at the <laughs> yeah. moment. Um, you as you approach, I get a plus two circumstance bonus for height by, standing, by, <laughs> by being by on Parad's shoulder. I can see everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, men notices that 
there are like repairmen and handymen working on an area of the university and it looks like a recent accident or something has happened that's like blown out one of the walls and they're working on repairing that at the moment. What happened here? <laughs> he says to the repairman no. way up on the ladder. <laughs> um, he yells at him. Uh, they're they're kind of busy. They just say, oh, if you want to know more, you can always go inside and ask Dr. Crowell. Oh, that's what we need to oh, see anyway. Good. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. How convenient. convenient. <laughs> convenient. <laughs> yeah. And so, me a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys enter the building, and it's a nice-looking university. Um, I mean, just think college mm-hmm. when you walk in, mm-hmm. and, and you just kind of get the... Like a modern college, which would have been a really big deal back then. <laughs> and it is. It's a, it's a very nice-looking university. Um, you ask around, and people people here seem friendly enough. Everybody seems in a good mood at well, the moment. Well, because they've caught the beast. And so, you know, even with the recent accident, whatever it, it might be, you guys don't know. I mean, everybody still seems in a good mood, and they direct you towards... What's this the University <clears throat> of again? It's just the University of Lepidstat. Just the uni- mm. And is there magical research that goes on here? Uh, Yeah. Then explosions make all too much sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they point you. Uh, by Professor they point Pembroke. you over to him. <laughs> 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 Professor Pembroke. <laughs> uh, they they tell you that uh, yes, he's in the antiquities department. He's a professor of antiquities. So they they direct you to him. Um, when you head that way, you actually realize you're heading towards the damage section of the building. And eventually, you find the antiquities department. You enter, and you see Doctor Crow speaking. What kind of stuff? Well, you you see a man who you can assume is Doctor Crow, and he is waving his arms about. He's very animated when he speaks, and he's he's directing um, several like construction workers to what they need to do to repair the the wall. And uh, he turns around and he notices you and he says, Oh, yes, well, welcome. How how can I help you? Uh, what happened here? Oh, my goodness, Prod, you <laughs> let him down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's rather odd, really. Um, this is actually where the... Have you heard of the Beast of Leopardstadt? Yep. This is actually <gasps> where the Beast of Leopardstadt was caught. Wow. Why would the beast be in a university? This doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand the beast's motives myself, myself, but believe it or not, it was here and it it stole something from the university. Some some sea sage effigy that I I had in my possession until recent events. Sea sage. <clears throat> What's it for? Sea-sage. I do not even know its purpose. I just had it and I was studying it and it uh was valuable to somebody if can you they say, can you explain what a sea sage is i don't know uh, what like a, like it's like a sea effigy like sea sage i think it's like coral and stuff oh okay like thank that. you like right. i i think that's what so it's it something is. from the ocean so it's like a doll kind of, that for some kind of purpose. like a statue kind uh, of yeah, yeah. Oh. and but, but he says yes i i do not uh i do not know what it was for and it it wasn't particularly valuable as far as i was aware it was valuable to somebody, though. Has it been investigated by someone who has access to detect magic? Or by a real detective? The, the, the effigy itself? Yeah. 
Perhaps by a warden. (laughs) (laughs) It's too late now. It's gone. But didn't you catch the beast? Wasn't it on him? No, the sea sage effigy is gone. That—that's what really boggles me. No, he must have hid it. Did you get to see the beast? I have seen the beast. Yes. What does he look like? Oh, he is a grotesque creature, pieced together by parts, body parts from different creatures. Frankenstein's monster. It basically is. It basically is Frankenstein's Well, you're almost describing little men here, and he's not a beast. I don't know what you're talking about. Just because somebody looks a little different doesn't make them a beast. Just because they're ugly like little men or grotesque like Parade, I don't understand. Parts from other creatures were sewn together. This is sounding a little necromantic to men, so I'm going to roll a knowledge arcana check. Yeah. This sounds like the work of undead doings. Oh, you would know about that, wouldn't you, Cyrus? This is not a good thing. 24. You're just the voice of gloom and doom today. This sounds like a flesh golem. A flesh golem. Flesh golem. Like something that's been pieced together and brought back with magic. So is Flesh Golem basically a Frankenstein? Basically. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. And they're made by spellcasters. Can they Someone think, though? Not usually. Or do they just... None Little of the ones men, I've met. I, I don't know much about Flesh Golems. I've just read in passing. It wasn't really a point of interest with me. But do they think like you and me? Not typically, no, unless they're awakened. But that would take really, really powerful magic. For the most part, they just follow orders. Kind of like a zombie, but maybe a little smarter? More like a little bigger and a lot deadlier and immune to most magic. Ooh, sounds exciting. Oh, but wait, we forgot to give the professor the books yeah. and tell him who we are. It's a good thing they yes, captured I, I heard that you you had books. What are books you the, are those? Are you the doctor? Are I you am the doctor, yes. Dr. Crow. <laughs> doctor who? Are you Dr. Kaboom? <laughs> Dr. Kaboom. Well, because it's blown up up there, so I just put it together. Doctor who? I said... Doctor oh, Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. since we're here, would you mind looking at this callus? I'm like, no, no, I'm not that kind of doctor. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what books are those that you speak of? Parod, Parod, get the books out of your bag, please. Mm. Okay. Do you want to talk to him about it? I'm just giving you a chance to get I'm in I'm not here. a book specialist. I'm no, but I just wondered guy. if you want to I'm talk to him about mule. him. Or... Do you say anything to him? Like, he doesn't know what you guys are talking about. He I mean, you can introduce us. None of us have introduced us. He doesn't know. He doesn't all. even know why you're here. No. Like, you should tell him the professor is dead. He thinks at the moment that you guys are just onlookers. You came to see what the Beast had di- had done to the university, really. So he is really open to just complete straight. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he seems <laughs> I like fair. this guy already. He seems a little naive to me. Normally we have to wring information out of yeah. people. Yeah, he's just like willing to give it to us. Well, all. we are here on the errand of completing a will. Our dear Professor Petros Lormor has passed. I'm not sure if you've heard of his death. I had not heard. That is unfortunate news. Professor Lormor was a dear friend of mine. We had worked together on numerous occasions. Yes, I'm starting to wonder what occasions, but that's besides the point. He gave us these books that Is it? <laughs> our, our shield men, our shield here, has protected along our journey, and he, he will give them to you now. Oh, well, thank you. I am grateful to have these yes. returned. And you're supposed to pay us. 
pay you. <laughs> well, which my friend says so callously and rudely, but normally a gnome would say it like that anyway. Yes, we were promised payment for returning these books. I do right not here know in his will. who Look. promised you the pay. I do not have any payment. It's in his will. It's in the will, and I pull out a copy of the will. And he, he looks it over, and he's like... <laughs> with his spectacles. With his spectacles. Yeah, he adjusts his, his spectacles, and he's looking over, and he says, Oh, no, I, I knew nothing about this. You, the person that you're looking for for payment is Judge Daramid. Oh, the judge. We have to see how. Anyway, but before we do that, what's the? Why is the professor looking at these creepy books? Uh, purely research. Research for what? And what is the cause that he refers to in his will? Oh, uh, that I do not know. Sense motive. Sense motive. Go ahead. Roll <laughs> sense motive. <laughs> Why would he want you to have these books? Because 20. they are property of the university. Well, this is 20. the antiquities department. Twenty. Oh. I got a twenty. Yeah. They're university. Property. Hey, he's telling the truth. He doesn't mm. know what the cause is. So they were just colleagues, I guess. Not in the same thing, but you know, they they their fields crossed a lot, I guess. Yeah, their fields did cross a lot. And this yeah, okay. is the antiquities <laughs> department. No, so, so he would have. So he took the books wait, from hold here. Hold on. He borrowed them. I mean, we know Petros was, went all yeah, over the, the world. Per, was so. it? Professor stationed in Ravengrove for his whole life, or most of it, or was he? No, he traveled a lot. He traveled a under, lot, but, and that's just kind of his right. last place that he ended up in. Right. Okay, because mm. he was trying to work out what was going on in Ravengrove. But he did he spend? He must have spent a lot of time at the university, though. Several universities, yeah, probably. Yeah. Several universities. Okay. He spent a lot of time here. That's how this I doctor mean, yeah. knew him. This is a great university, but there's bigger, bigger cities better, and bigger. Okay. And he was a professor, but this one to shame. where was he a professor? Everywhere. I think he was just a traveling professor. Mm -hmm. He just went around giving lectures and things like that. And he didn't specialize in one thing. He special he he learned just to learn about a lot that's of different topics. That's why him and Artrilla were so tight because okay. that's how she learned. Did we too. know if he was a pathfinder? I do not think he was. Okay, so just very avid explorer. Very avid explorer and. And uh, when you guys were building your characters, one of the, like, boons or something that you could get was, which Marcus actually took, was he saved him uh -huh. at one point or another. And that story he told was actually true. The uh -huh. whole little story where they met in the bar uh -huh. and there were a couple guys there that, that were oh, attacking, right. were harassing yeah. him. That was true. Like, that actually did happen. And so, like, other people could have taken that and saved him. But so he did get into dangerous circumstances quite mm -hmm. a lot and did have to get saved quite a lot again that's why our and him were such so, good friends so he's very like indiana jones yes, yes. very yes. lucky man <laughs> very lucky In very lucky very man. odd yes. situations mm -hmm. yes he basically is indiana jones yeah. who's all about the history man he just has a name that's not very indiana jones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a really nerdy name well fellas yeah, is there anything more you want to ask this kind fella here Professor Corley Does anyone Corley? need to do anything at the university? I might want to come back and research, but not now. We have too much to do. Mm. We're on very important business here. It seems like we need to... Professor Moni Moni Crawl. Find oh, out. Oh, 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 oh. What can you tell me about this? Uh, what? pulls off the Shining Crusade medallion and holds it to him. Oh. Does not let him hold it, though, because he wants to keep it. Oh. <laughs> he, is, uh, is he, 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 like... 
he gestures for it. You're so low to see if he can get a better look. Yeah. At it. <laughs> Reaches. May, may I? May I hold it for a second? Promise to get it back. I promise. Okay. Uh, pinky he, swear. Pinky he swear. Takes <laughs> it. Cross your heart. Uh, Cross it. <laughs> I. It actually didn't give a whole lot of information on it, but I think it, it is what they gave people who fought in it. Almost like a like an like an award. So like when you're in a marathon and you get a you um, get a medal. Yeah, for like the like a purple heart yeah. kind of thing. Okay. I think that's where what it is. And I'm sure there were a ton of these Shining Crusade medallions. Um, he he asks you, where did you come across this? Arrowstone Prison. It's a long story. We we can't get into the details now. Like I said, we're on a very important business. I'm the warden now. <laughs> a very. Interesting. It um, is true. Okay. <laughs> it is true. He is the warden. It is known. It is known. <laughs> it is known. <laughs> Check my badge. What's my, my badge, badge say? What's my badge? <laughs> uh, yes, it, uh, very interesting that you found that in a prison. Maybe there was a veteran or a descendant of a veteran. How long ago was the Shining? Shining Crusade was hundreds of years ago. Hundreds of years ago. Yeah, so maybe, maybe it was a descend- collector of some sort. Maybe one of the guards was like a descendant and it just kind of passed through. Gnomes collect family. a lot of things. Very or possible. Or there was a gnome guard. Very possible. Or a gnome prisoner or who knows. Is this going to be the new door? Oh my god. No, I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the medallion come from? Where did the medallion Who's come from? Whose medallion is it? This is the new door. This is the new door mystery. Um, Doctor. No, see, that makes good total doctor. sense, though. This is Ustalov. This was the site of the Shining Crusade. Yeah. There could Their descendants could be all over the place, mm-hmm. so maybe one of them was a guard that just happened to die in that prison. Okay. <clears throat> what were you going to ask doctor. the doctor? Um, we were told that... The judge was at her home. Do you know where she lives? Uh, yes, she lives rather close to the courthouse. I'd imagine you passed by it on your way here. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> would you mind um, visitors in the middle of the wait, day? Wait, 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 wait. I do not believe she would mind visitors. Are you on important business like you were for we me? We are on important business, aren't we, Parade? Well, you did read the will, didn't you? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> you Very read important the prison. Oh, yes. Uh, considering considering that you're on important business, I, I have to I make sure I wasn't would... legally obligated to pay you for some reason. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I have a couple questions yes. for him. Yes. Uh, two. What? How well did you know the professor? Oh, the prof- professor and I worked together many times. Uh, he was a dear friend. He, He and I solved each other's problems when... When things got uh, got too mysterious, we would just help each other out, and and other than that, not much. So, uh, as a continuation of my first question, I'm going to uh, pull out the stone, the, the crystal. Oh, the amethyst. Oh, yeah. the amethyst. Him, I forgot about that. Uh, is there any reason you can think of that the professor would have needed this? Um. He can't detect any magic. He's just like an expert, so he doesn't really even know what it is. And he he asks you, "What uh, what is it?" Well, while we were in the prison, it did help us uh, defend ourselves from undead and hunt hunted things and stuff like that. The professor did say that he was headed to. Oh, uh, what what is the name of that small city that that prison is located in? Ravengrow. Raven. Ravengrow. Yes, yes. Uh, the professor did say that he was. He was headed there for research. He did not disclose what research he was doing, but you say that it helped you in the prison? Yes. 
In what manner? Uh, it, it was it was almost like a, a a warding stone. It was kind of helping us detect undead and defend against them in attacks. Well, maybe the professor was getting in more than he had bargained for. I assume he needed the same this the stone for the same reason you did. Protection. Maybe this guy we could ask him about the whispering way and see if he knows about them. Well, that's only my first question. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> let him go. Sorry. Not about my second isn't about the whispering way. It's a personal question. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, and by chance, do you know any of any place in town that would uh, work with enchantments? I'd imagine there's uh, there's some place. What kind of enchantment are you looking for? A weapon enchantment. Weapon enchantment. Uh, we might be able to help you out here at the university. We have very, uh, we have so many uh, students here looking for work. Of course, a donation would be uh, not required, but if you felt it in your heart to donate your funds to our continuation <laughs> of research, then it would not hurt. <laughs> in other words, you need to pay. Just in other words, out. In other Just words, I'm not going to give you a weapon enchantment for free. Yeah. <laughs> or the, or the students. I didn't, I didn't figure. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, the students here might be able to, he thinks. Okay. It Excellent. depends on what kind of enchantment you're looking Excellent to put on Excellent question, it Parade. I was going to ask something similar, but of the townspeople, so I'm glad you beat me to it. Professor, what do you know about the Whispering Way? Whispering we think that's way. what eventually killed the professor. Well, if that's the case, that'd be dreadful. Um, all I know for certain is that they're very secretive. A cult, if you will. Are they necromancers? Uh, speculations have been tossed around that they dabble in the art of bringing things back from the dead. Mm. I think we know all this. Uh, you're not mm. telling us anything new. New? And what, she what goes do you up, mean new? She goes up and rubs his head a little bit. Come on, think a little bit. Think a little bit. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. <laughs> lucky head, lucky head. Get yeah. your hands off I'm my head. I'm trying to stimulate <laughs> your brain muscles in there. Come on, we already know this about the Whispering I Way. Tell us something I we don't, don't know. I don't particularly think rubbing his skull is going to affect his brain. <laughs> and it works for gnomes. Unfortunately, that's all I can give you. I really don't know much about them. Hello. Why do you ask? Because I told you I think that's who kills our dear professor. At least had part in it. I wish I could give you more information. If it is true that they did kill our friend the professor, then of course I'd like them brought to justice. But oh no, not brought to justice. It's revenge. It's revenge we're thinking. We're going to kill them. Well, that's an option too. No, that <laughs> is the only option. <laughs> Fine. Really I, I believe we're done here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we're done here, boys. Professor, we'll see you soon. Should we go see the judge now? Okay. Yeah, let's go to our house. Let's get rid of this book, whatever Parade, it is. Put, put Min back on your shoulder so we won't lose him in that crowd, he especially back walk. where we're going. Let's finish then this hang on off. to him for Pete's sake. Hold on to my leg. <laughs> Min grapples your leg and rides on it as you walk. Oh, I like roll, that. Roll a Whee! CMD. So <laughs> roll a CMD <laughs> check. <laughs> Make sure you don't fall off. All right. So well, get us there. Good luck. I, uh... Whatever it is you're doing. Well, don't worry. We'll be back. We'll be back for many things and many questions, I'm sure. I love the universities. All right. Well, I look forward to it, I suppose. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. <laughs> Good luck with the repairs. Whee! 
And he, so before you leave, he did, he did give you directions to the judge's house. He told you okay. that it was, it was on the uh, southwestern. I don't know what that be. Does she live on Whispering like, Way? Spoke. <laughs> so, so, so we're looking. Southwestern spoke of the Spiral Road. <laughs> yeah, on the, way the Spiral Road. Yeah, she lives on Spiral Way. She lives Large south- gilded <laughs> griffin on the door. Can't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells you that it's a, uh, you know, it's a nice looking manor, and uh, you can Spend ask it. around if you if you get lost, people will be able to direct you there. Is it on the left lost? or right side of the road? Hmm? <laughs> is it on the left or right side of the road? Uh, uh, heading north, going, it would left. be left side of the road. I am happy. And if oh. you get lost... Because I'm a lefty. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Remember, if you get lost, simply follow the quest marker on your map. <laughs> There's a giant exclamation point above her house. <laughs> I thought it was a giant red spot shining down. So you uh, you make your way there. Um, do any of you ask about her at all? Mm-mm. Not, not okay. from him, no. Okay. No, to the townspeople on the way there. No. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Really. Okay. So so you make your way there, and... Does she have, like, a gated <laughs> yard? Yeah. Do we have to be buzzed in? No, it's... Uh, she have, like, some Dobermans up front. It's, uh... <laughs> Warning, dog on patrol. <laughs> it's, No uh, solicitation. She has that up everywhere. <laughs> it's just a fine townhouse, um, surrounded by art in the center of Leopardstadt. Oh, I love it. Um, nice. You guys make your way there, no problems. So the directions he gave you were pretty spot on, and he kind of described the house to you. And so you're able to find it in with relative ease. And you, see, so you guys are just standing outside it. What do you guys do? Well, one of us needs to go knock on the door. Which one of us is least threatening? <laughs> Me. Knock, 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 knock. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> say it's little man. man. Are you guys just kind of right behind him? Just don't talk to her, him? please. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll be behind yeah. him. So you guys are right Parade's behind him? Parade's in the way back because we don't want to scare her. <laughs> Parade, put your head down a little bit. Try to hunch. Not look so scary. Mm. It's not that your face is scary, try. but some people may not like it. <laughs> His face is scary. Tell the truth, monk. <laughs> I'm not scared of it. Um. I thought I was bruggedly the handsome. Door, the door opens. <laughs> Min, you can stop knocking. The door is open. Sorry, I had a rhythm going. <laughs> yes, I noticed. I was dropping a sick beat, guys. <laughs> uh, so he, the door is open, and standing in the doorway is an elderly woman who appears to be in her late sixties. And when Min gets a good look at her he actually recognizes her. He recognizes this woman as the judge from the very first flashback that he had of the professor meeting with those people at the inn that one, that late that one stormy night. And she says, Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> and she looks down at, at, she looks at, she's up on like kind of a step. There's a couple... Yeah, I mean, there's a step up into the house. So she looks at, down at, at the five of you. And she says, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Who is this mysterious judge? And what 
does she have in store for our brave adventurers? Come back next week and find out what she has to say. See you then!